name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So Jesus talked more about money in the Bible than he did heaven and hell combined. As much as Jesus warns us about uh, how to get to heaven and how to avoid hell, he talks more about money. And why does God, is, why is God so, why does he care so much about the desires, our desires for money and wealth? Why? And God cares about the matters of wealth and possessions and money because God cares about us. It's the only correlation. He cares about us. So that's why he's constantly trying to tell us something when it comes to money. Because in an exaggerated love of money does not hurt God. If we love money more than God, that doesn't hurt God. Right? It doesn't take away anything from God's divinity. It doesn't hurt him if we worship God, if we worship money and wealth versus God. But excessive love of money and possessions, again, it hurts us. And that's not what God wants. God 100% does not want us to be hurt. He doesn't want that for our lives. St. Paul said to Timothy today, For the love of money is the root of all evils. And some people, in their desire for it, have strayed away from the faith and have pierced themselves with so many pains. Because St. Paul was talking to Timothy, Timothy is a new bishop. So he's trying to teach him. And he's saying, don't get caught up with the money. And he said, some of the people that you're going to lead, Timothy, as a new, as a new uh, bishop, they're going to want to love money. And he's saying, but tell them to be careful because they will stray away from the faith and they're going to pierce themselves with many, with many pains. And here we are 2,000 years later. And I'm so happy that we get this reading every year. Because it's a reminder to say, what am I worshiping? It's a reminder to say, what pains have I fallen into because of this thirst for money? So people ask, sometimes the people ask, and I've heard, can a person be a good Catholic and still be rich? And the answer is yes. Yes. It's not a sin to be rich. It's a sin to love money more than to love God. Bottom. Bottom of the story. End of story. Period. Done. The centurion in today's gospel, right? He's a Roman centurion. He's a, he's a, he, he, he is, as a Roman centurion, what does that mean to be a centurion? You're in charge of a 80 to 100 soldiers. It's a prestigious position, which probably paid a lot of money. This man is in power. He says, I have servants. I tell my servants what to do. I tell one to go, and they go. And I tell another one to come, and he comes. And he says, he says that, that, and he's talking about his position. And so this position comes with a lot of power and probably paid very, very well. And so it takes us back to the question, can somebody be a good Catholic and still be rich? Even though he might, the centurion might have been rich financially, he was even more rich spiritually. Because we heard of the gospel. He says, can you come and heal my servant? And Jesus says, yes, I'll come. He says, no, 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 I'm not even worthy. Because he knows he's God. I know that you're not even worthy to enter into my home. And people, and, 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 and the centurion has had very, very important people into his home. But he's saying to Jesus, you're even more important. I don't even want you to come into my home because I'm not worthy. And this impresses Jesus to the point where it amazes him. When Jesus heard this, it says he was amazed and said, No one in Israel have I found such great faith. One person out of a whole entire region superseded all the faith in the whole region. Why? It's because he didn't worship his money. He wasn't in love of money. He loved God. Besides the man in today's gospel, we can also look to the saints. The church is so beautiful. Our Catholic church is so beautiful because 
It gives us saints not to worship, but to look at as models. And there were a lot of saints who were very rich, but they didn't love their money more than they loved God. An example of this is St. Louis IX. He was a king. Okay? Not a prince, not a centurion. He was a king. He was, a, he was the king of France from the year 1226 to 1270. From one perspective, he was, much, he was very much like other kings. He fought, he fought in a couple of crusades. He led a war against England. However, the reasons he became a canonized saint is because he was a complete different kind of king than the others. He was a promoter of peace and preferred resolving conflicts rather than fighting wars. He, pro- he protected the clergy priests against oppression from the barons. He spent many hours in prayer, penance, and fasting. He also loved the poor and performed many works of charity, including feeding the needy, washing their feet, attending to lepers, and he founded many hospitals and funded many hospitals. And although King St. Louis, St. Louis IX remained king and probably lived in a comfortable palace until his death, his life was dedicated to God and his people. For this reason, he was a canonized saint to remind us that, yes, rich people can enter heaven, but they must be rich in faith in Jesus first. If not, hell. Today I want to talk about four signs that I have fallen into the love of money, which can cause me many pains on earth and ultimately cause me my salvation. Brothers and sisters, if one soul goes to hell, Jesus' death was in vain. Jesus did not do that on the cross, die and sacrifice to redeem us so we can just end up in a place separated from him for all of eternity. It's not what God wants. Four signs. Sign number one, a lover of money is falling into other evils because of money. As I already mentioned, St. Paul warns Timothy, the love of money is the root of all evils. He's not saying money is the root of all evils. The love of money is the root of all evils. The love of money is the root of all evils, which means if I love money, which is the root of all evils, it's going to cause me other evils, is what St. Paul is saying to Timothy. Evils like idolatry, not adultery, idolatry. Idolatry means I worship something other than God. And material money can be something I worship. I give it all my energy, my attention, my time. I want more, 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 more. Brothers and sisters, that is a God. Evils like stealing, cheating, or withholding information for a profit. One evil leads to another evil. Evils like lying to get ahead. Evils like jealousy and envy of what others have. Evils with greed. No, it's not enough. Evils like, evils like division within our families. How many of our family members or us are not speaking to our family members because of money? Oh, Father, I have a good reason. Stop. It's rooted in money. It's why we're warned about it over and over again. So besides that step, right? So that, that sign, sign number one that we're... The lovers of, a lover of money is falling to other evils. Sign number two, a lover of money believes that their happiness depends on money. Right? If, if it's the only thing that I think about, I will not be happy until I have X amount of dollars in the bank. That's a miserable way to live. Because I'm not happy right now. I'm waiting until I have this thing. 
And when we're waiting, we are not living. Jesus says in the Bible, I will give you an abundant and joyful life. Some of us are not living that abundant, joyful life because we're waiting. Once I graduate from college and I have this money, once I'm this, I will have this money and I have this money. If the only way I think I will be truly happy is by reaching my financial goals, I'm a lover of money. It's a temptation for all of us. I'm not judging you. I'm not looking down upon you. I'm not talking down to you. It's a temptation for me. It's a temptation for all of us. It was a temptation 2,000 years ago that St. Paul talked about it. Why wouldn't it be a temptation now in 2022? Worse conditions than when they were in, 20, in, in 2,000 years ago. Sign number three, a lover of money is willing to engage in ungodly occupations. And before I break this down a little bit more, because this could get lost in translation, I just want to say that St. Paul, again, is writing to Timothy. Timothy is a new bishop, and he calls Timothy son. So he's warning him of the hardship of what money can bring, and he's warning him because he loves him as a son, as a spiritual son. He's not his biological son. You are not my biological children, but I am talking to you about this topic because I care about you. I want you to get to heaven. I'm not trying to be a bully. I'm not judging anybody. If I didn't care, it'd be easier for me to just be quiet and not talk about this stuff. And so I mentioned this because I too am your spiritual father. And I want you to get to heaven. As you should want me to get to heaven. If I'm doing something wrong, if you love me and care about me, you should say, Father, this, I saw this or heard this, and your action was off on this. And because I care about you, Father Brian, and I want you to get to heaven, I just, maybe you should fix this. That's love. And so I'm saying this from a, a place of love. I hope we wake up. And so this third sign, I, 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 I start with that disclaimer. This third sign, a lover of money is, un, is willing to engage in ungodly occupations, right? And so I say this with the most loving and respect that I can have for you as my spiritual children. Engaging in ungodly occupations such as owning a strip club, drug dealing, grow house operations, being a bookie, or leasing out my building to an ungodly business practice are all signs of being lovers of money. But let me explain. Give me a second to explain before we get mad, before we get angry, before Father is judging us. I'm not going to say time. Stop. Chill. Relax. I explain this because for most people, operating a grow house is not about medicinal purposes or healing cancer or putting food on my family's table to survive. It's about the love of money, which is the root of all evil. Father, why would I get a regular job when I can make X amount of thousands of dollars a month? Father, use your brain. What's wrong with you? What is it rooted in, those X of thousands of dollars a month? The love of money. I'm willing to compromise what I believe in. Owning a strip club isn't about entertainment. It's about the love of money, which is the root of all evil. Leasing out my building to a company who is involved in an act like performing abortions doesn't care about women's health. It's about the love of money, which is the root of all evil. 
I don't want anybody to be face to face with God on their, on, their, on their judgment day with innocent blood on their hands. This isn't judging. This is caring. This is a warning of love. Finally, sign number four, lovers of money have an unending dissatisfaction with where they are at, where they are at financially. People who are lovers of money have an inward unrest to accumulate more money. Never enough. I'm, told, I'm always anxious. I'm always not rested. People who have this never-ending unrest do not see the wisdom in taking a break from work, taking a day off, going on vacation, spending time with family, spending time with their spouse, going to mass, Bible studies, or prayer. How can I? There's no time. I got to go to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. Seven days a week. No, I can't have people work. I, gotta, I can't trust people. I gotta. This is an excuse for love of money. It's an excuse for love of money. We dedicate all our time to work at the expense of our salvation and the well-being of our families and spouses because of the love of money. I don't know who my kids are hanging out with. I don't know where my wife is at. I don't know anything. Why? Money. And this is happening in our community. I'm not judging. You don't know. I may be struggling more than you are when it comes to the love of money. So don't be so quick to say, you're judging me. Maybe God is judging what's going on in our hearts today. Today, St. Paul says to Timothy, which is a reminder for all of us, for the love of money is the root of all evils. And some people, in their desire for it, have strayed away from their faith and have pierced themselves with so many pains. Four signs that I'm a lover of money, like I said. A lover of money is falling into other evils because of money. A lover of money believes that their happiness depends on money. A lover of money is, un- is willing to engage in ungodly occupations. Lovers of money have an unending dissatisfaction with where they are at financially. And brothers and sisters, many of us will come forward to receive Jesus in the Most Holy Eucharist today. What will Jesus find in your soul and in my soul? A soul that is convicted that although being rich is not a sin, being rich in faith in Jesus Christ and His church is the greatest importance on earth. And that's where I put my time and energy. Will Jesus find a soul that is a lover of money and because of it, as St. Paul mentioned, have strayed away from the faith and have pierced themselves with many pains? Brothers and sisters, all of us have a very, very important decision to make. See her for a minute and make a decision. Do I worship God or do I love money and worship money? Amen.